Hello, everyone. Welcome to Weekday Devotion. This is Pastor Daniel. And today we're going to be finishing up 1 Timothy chapter 1. We're going to be looking at verses 18 through 20. So turn there with me, if you will, as I begin to read out of verse 18. This charge I entrust to you, Timothy, my child, in accordance with the prophecies previously made about you, that by them you may wage the good warfare, holding faith and a good conscience. By rejecting this, some have made shipwreck of their faith, among whom are Ahimaeus and Alexander, whom I have handed over to Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme. So, so we get into this final section of the first chapter, right, which is really kind of introductory. You know, Paul had just, as we talked yesterday, Paul had just mentioned how he was the chief of sinners, but then he praised Jesus for receiving mercy and now how he might be the example as going from one who is the worst to being radically saved so that God gets all the glory forever and ever. And now he comes back to Timothy, says, this is the charge I'm going to entrust to you. And he goes again, he refers to Timothy as my child, verse 18. And in accordance with the prophecies, that's the truth that had been told to Timothy about Timothy. It could be a a recognition of his giftedness, a recognition of his calling, even a word from the Lord about what Timothy is to do with that calling and with that gifting. And so his charge to him is that wage the good warfare, hold faith in a good conscience. So there's the charge to Timothy, and I would say to all of us, that every single one of us, we are entrusted um, with this calling from God, with this salvation from God, this being equipped by the Spirit of God to wage the good warfare, to fight the fight. As you'll get to 2 Timothy, one of Paul's last written words to Timothy is, I have fought the fight. I have finished the race. Well, that's our charge, is to fight the fight of faith. Every single day, we're in a battle. Every single day, moment by moment, the enemy wants to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to rob us of faith. He wants to rob God of glory. He wants us to doubt. He wants us to think, oh, I can do that. I don't need God. Or he wants us to get so busy, he won't even think about God. He wants to rob and distract, destroy and to kill. And we must fight the good fight of faith. When temptation comes our way, fight the good fight of faith. Stick to scripture. Stick to the promises of God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Fight that good fight. Hold to the faith. We're inundated with philosophies, with false teaching today, other worldviews, other ideologies that seek to rob us of our confidence in God, our confidence in Scripture. You know, Paul talks about this in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, that the weapons we have are mighty and powerful, the destruction of strongholds, and every high exalted argument that sets itself against God, right? So this is the battlefield of our mind, the battlefield of where we process truth and understand scripture. It's a battle. It's a fight and do so with a good conscience. And then Paul here ends this chapter with a warning. He says, by rejecting this, what's this? This is the rejection of fighting the fight, the rejection of holding the faith with a good conscience. Rejecting this, some make a shipwreck of their faith, and really shipwreck of their lives. And he names two people in particular. He names Hymenaeus and Alexander. Now, we don't know a lot about these two men. Most believe, though, that this Alexander is the same Alexander 
If you go back to the Gospels, when Jesus was carrying his cross from being flogged to Calvary, he was carrying his cross, and at one point, he can't go any further. And so the um, the Roman guards, they, they get this guy named Simon um, to carry the cross for Jesus. And then it mentions specifically that Simon's two sons are there. And the two sons' names, Rufus and Alexander. So some believe that this Alexander is the same Alexander that was there with Simon, his dad, watching his dad carry the cross of Jesus. Now, we can't verify that if that's true, but this shows, this is just a powerful example to me of how our heart is bent on wandering from God. Here, Alexander has strayed from the faith, even though he was could have been there, watched his dad pick up the very cross Jesus was carrying with Jesus's blood that cleanses us from our sin all over the cross, now getting all over Alexander's father, his Simon, as he carries that cross for Jesus. Alexander was there when Jesus was crucified. He was there most likely and heard Jesus say from the cross, forgive them for they don't know what they do. He was there when he said, I thirst. He was there when he said, it is finished. He was there when he says, Father, into thy hands I commit my spirit. And with that event, years later, to shipwreck his faith. It can happen to any of us. I'll end with this story. It's a a tragic one. All of you, many of you have heard of Billy Graham. Billy Graham was a very godly man he walked with the, he walked with Jesus for decades he was faithful he he guarded himself he fought the good fight he finished the race he stood firm but he's unfortunately a minority about the same time that he came out there's this other gentleman named Chuck Templeton in fact early days of 1940s when Billy Graham would preach to hundreds, Chuck Templeton was preaching to thousands. Um, Chuck Templeton was having much more success if you look at just the numbers of people that came to listen to him preach, even those that were getting saved as Chuck Templeton shared the gospel. But something happened shortly after World War II with Chuck Templeton. He saw pictures of the Holocaust, and he began to question God. He began to question God's goodness and God's benevolence. How could a good, loving God let this kind of thing happen? And as a result, Chuck Templeton became an atheist. He resigned from his church. He was pastor of a Baptist church in Toronto. He resigned his church, and he embraced atheism. Well, Billy Graham and Chuck Templeton had become friends, and all through the the rest of their life, Billy Graham would often meet with Chuck Templeton and really just encourage him, almost beg him to, to believe in Christ, to trust in Christ. But Chuck Templeton didn't. On his deathbed, Chuck Templeton asked to have one last conversation with Billy Graham. And so Billy Graham goes and meets with Chuck. And unfortunately, Chuck did not repent and trust in Christ. But Chuck Templeton did say this. He said, I really miss my Jesus. Hmm. Let me ask you, if is your relationship with Jesus so good that if you weren't able to pray, if you weren't able to study Scripture, would you miss Jesus? I pray you walk tightly with Jesus today. I'll talk to you next week.